Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029. We also have Shyler from B1029. And we are recapping and discussing some of the big entertainment stories from the week of uh, July 10th, 2023. So we haven't talked about Jamie Foxx in a while because, you know, if you remember just a few months ago, he was hospitalized for a mysterious illness. No one seems to know exactly what happened. But it was Jamie's daughter that was the one that that I believe posted a statement on her Facebook or her Instagram page, letting people know, hey, you know, my dad, Jamie Foxx, is hospitalized. He's recovering. Please respect privacy, all that stuff. So then, if, you know, we're all speculating, well, what happened to Jamie? And so he was actually in Chicago where he was hospitalized. He, he went to rehab. And uh, just uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, TMZ obtained footage from Jamie Foxx hitting golf balls at a Top Golf in Naperville, Illinois. Looking good, swinging the club, smiling. Oh, you know, snap. yeah. So I mean, apparently he's doing well. Um, it was an eyewitness says that he was, you know, walking regularly, not dragging his leg. Arm movement was good. So I mean, he's swinging the club, hitting good balls, having a good time. So I guess he's doing all right. Well, and I, I'm still so confused why they were so quiet about what the deal was like, why can't they just say, Oh, this happened and he's recovered now. You know what I mean? Like, why are we still, unless, how do they not know? You know what I mean? Like they've got to know something that happened. Why, why are they being so tight lipped about it? That's what still concerns me. There's a lot of mystery surrounding this. So it's almost like they wanted him to be deliberately seen doing something semi-athletic, like, strong yeah. like you know like well he can swing golf club really good so they're th- that's then they'll probably just forget about it and not want to know what was going on i still want to know what was going on yeah i mean what what causes him to just appear in the hospital having to go to rehab <clears throat> so i mean obviously he's doing fine but yeah you're right what what caused it what happened yeah it's just so confusing hopefully we'll find out soon i'm glad he's okay though oh yeah for sure um, and it was in Naperville. That's not su- super far away. No, it's not. No, I mean, if you were in, in the Naperville, Chicago area, you might have seen Jamie Foxx if you were at Top Golf. Dang. Missed yeah. opportunity there. <laughs> I know. If you're hanging out at the Top Golf, you might see some celebrities. <laughs> um, some other big news, which I know, Shiloh, you are. Look, I, I said this on my show. I'm not a big reader, but part of me and my wife's going to be like, are you serious? Is going to be like, I almost want to pick a copy up just so I can read it. Britney Spears' long-awaited um, tell-all book is coming out October 24th of this year, which she released a little teaser video on Instagram. The title is Britney Spears, The Woman and Me, on sale October 24th of 2023. The video reads, it's coming, my story on my terms at last. Are you ready? I think a lot of people are. <laughs> I am ready, Britney. I am so ready. Yeah, I am a huge reader. I am a bookworm. So yes, I will be. I was really excited when um, we thought we were going to get a Taylor Swift memoir. Um, Remember there was like, which they talked about. uh, We talked about that as well, because there was like a rumor that she was going to write a book. turns out it's a BTS book. Um, But yeah, I will definitely be. I really liked um, Jeanette McCurdy's book. So it's like, I love I love celebrity like tell all books and I know Britney's is just going to be completely unhinged and I can't oh. wait. 
it, it may not even well i mean obviously there's a publisher behind it but it may not make complete sense but in britney's in britney's words it'll make sense so what'll happen is you read it and then we'll do a special episode of your take some some bombshells that, that came out of the book so we'll we'll look for that here in the fall after you read it are you a fast 100%. reader i am a very fast reader especially okay. if it's a good read Okay. If it keeps me, yeah. If it keeps me engaged, I, I can, I could probably knock it out. I can't, I can't see it being that. I read one of the Harry Potter books, one of the bigger Harry Potter books, in a day. So I think I'll be able to knock it out. Right. You know, I think I read somewhere that after she announced her uh, her memoir, I get it, it's already like on the bestseller list. Oh yeah. Oh, because people pre-order it. Yeah. So it's definitely going to be a big read for everyone. I know for Shyler for sure. So Shyler, after you read it, you're, we're going to do a special episode that's just based on the memoir and your, your takeaway from it. 10-4. All right. Um, BB Rexa. So the, the big thing about BB lately, other than she got hit in the face with a phone, is a lot of people are, she, she, she's talking and, and tired of it about her weight. Now, obviously, we have seen celebrities weight fluctuates. It happens. Okay, let's just let's just be honest about that. It happens. And lately, BB has been on social media, basically saying, "Look, stop talking about my weight. Leave me and my weight alone." Which, look, I agree. I mean, you know what? Not everybody's business, but yours. As far as your weight, that's all on you. No yeah. one should be commenting about the weight. Well, she's she posted on her Instagram stories an alleged text who many believe is from her boyfriend. Uh, his name is Kian Safiari. He's a cinematographer. And she posted and, and uh, one of the social media places, page six, has a screenshot of the of the alleged text from Kian, which reads, quote, I never said you weren't beautiful and I never said I didn't love you. In fact, I said how beautiful you are and how much I loved you. But I always said I would be honest with you and your face was changing. So I told you it was. That was the conversation we were having. And you asked because I care. Would you rather I lied to you? You gained 35 pounds. Obviously, you gained weight and your face changes. Should I just pretend it didn't happen? And that's OK. Come on. I gained three pounds and you call me chubs and fat. Doesn't mean you don't love me. If you're trying to find reasons to break up, this makes sense but it's not the real reason. If you're unhappy with me, yourself, with life, and don't see a future with us, then that's okay, and that's the reason. Don't use something like that to weaponize your anger and anxiety or any insecurity you may have. You know I always, I always found you to be beautiful and loved you no matter what. I think it's important for you to think about things and write things down, speak to a therapist, and do this retreat thing to get to the root of the problem. Let me know if you'd like to speak. If you need more clarity, love you. Um, Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. That is a masterclass in what not to do, gents. Friends. <laughs> now, now, what Keep if he was words? <laughs> now, what if you're? What if he's concerned? If he's coming from a place of, look, I'm concerned. You know that you you gained you know, 35 pounds, if that's how much it is, I don't know. And that's according to his text. But if you're coming from a point of maybe being concerned, do you think there's 
maybe he has a right to say something. Okay, you're you're not wrong. And as someone, so when I dealt with like my thyroid stuff, um, when I had my thyroid removed last year, in the last year and a half, I've lost 50 pounds. And it came off. I wish as quickly as it came on, but I, in a way, yes, I do wish that I, cause I wasn't with anybody at that point in time when all of these like symptoms started happening, I gained so much weight so fast. And I, I do wish that I would have had my partner now to keep me aware or, you know, make me aware of that because it's, it's, it was completely unhealthy for me to gain so much weight so quickly. And I, there was no reason for it either. So yes, but there is a way of going about it. Right. I mean, especially now, if I notice, if I notice a significant change in someone that I am particularly close to and they've gained a lot of weight, you can ask like, what's going on? Are you okay? Are you, are you maybe, you know, are you coping with food or, you know, maybe drinking too much, so, something that's going to make you gain weight. Are you making sure that, you you know, when's the last time you got blood work done? Like there's a way to approach it where it's more obvious that you're coming from a place of concern and genuine, like want to help, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But this is like, oh, well your face got fat. So you told, I, I was just telling you your face got fat. Like that's not the way to do it. You right. know, maybe you should have said, I noticed a change in your body and in your face. And I'm, and I want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself because I right. love you. And you know, when's the last time you, you did, you know, a, a, a self check. When's the last time you went to a doctor and got blood work done? You know, you need to make sure that you're staying on top of this because you're a performer and it's very important that you're healthy enough to perform. It doesn't have to be, you've gotten, you've gotten fat or you've put on weight. You need to, you need to check yourself. You know, it, it, it can come from a place of, are you going, are you going to be able to, to do what you do? If you're not well, yeah, and rapid weight gain is a sign of of not doing well, right? Or I mean, it can be at least in my experience. I yeah. was unhealthy, and that's in it, and it it was because I had cancer and I didn't know it. But that's a huge red flag if you gain weight really fast. It can mean you know the medicine that you're on is causing some horrible side effects and causing you to gain weight or whatever. You know, there's there's a way to do it. I, I just feel like there's a way to do it. And especially with women, especially with women and particularly with women who are their image, you know, so much of, I mean, as we've heard from countless celebrities, like shut up talking about my body. And on one hand, like that is part of their, their cell is how they look. They're beautiful. They're, they're marketable because of their attractiveness, it's, there's always something to speculate about and point fingers at and judge. Right. Well, and look, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, BB and, uh, Keon have been together since 2020. Yeah. And so look, we, obviously I know BB is fed up with people talking about it and, and you're right. It, it's a very, it's a it's a it's an insecurity that 
a lot of us have, if not all of us have. Mm-hmm. And and you know, look, we we don't know the conversation that that allegedly took place that he was referring to in the text message. And maybe also, it was, never put it in writing. <laughs> never put that in writing, dude. Like Joe, yeah. Jonah Hill is learning that lesson too. Like yeah, don't put that. it in writing. Yeah, because I mean, look, the 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 way it comes across is for some is what a jerk. Well, you have and, to understand when you take away the element of of emotion in your voice and it's just text right like that you you can't tell not only how the person you've sent it to is going to take it but whoever she sends them screenshots to is going to take it friend right. like yeah that's how it's going to take it yeah and i mean we we don't know if if bb's having she, obviously there, there's something going on we don't know exactly what it is yeah and and According to this text, apparently there was, because he, he says, you know, a retreat. He says, you know, speak to a therapist and do this retreat thing to get to the root of the problem. So there might be something psychologically going on with, with BB at this time. We don't know. Um, it, it could be health related. We don't know for sure. But you're right. I, I think that's. Some of these things you don't do through text. Yeah. Some of these things you just, you leave the technology part out of it and you do it the old fashioned way, which is you, you talk to, to each other, one another, you know, face yeah. to face. And, you know, whatever led to this, allegedly there's, there's reports now that the, the two broke up and BB posted this message almost as if like a, <laughs> this this is why we broke up. Yeah. yeah, you know. But I, look, I, again, we don't know the conversation entirely that took place. In in a sense, he was trying to come across as being concerned. Some don't feel that way, but it, it is a very sensitive subject. No matter who yeah. it is, it's always going to be a sensitive subject, and. Yeah, I think I think you leave the text portion out of it. Well, and, if, and like if it gets to this part. Yeah, and like and like we said, usually when there is a significant change in weight, that is a red flag for someone's health. Whether right. that means, like I said, they, they could have I mean, and, and she could not want to go public. I mean, she may already know that something's wrong and she may not want to go public with that information so the right. fact that he's just kind of pouring gasoline on this fire and she's like so uncomfortable and doesn't want to talk about it yet is just causing more issues with her you right. know so it's like well, like these things don't just happen overnight when when this rapid weight gain or weight loss happens you know some you're grieving you're you're ill your blood work is bad like something you're sick you've got something wrong or you know maybe you're in um the throes of addiction, you know, it's, it's, it can be a lot of things, but it's never really a good thing. So we have to keep that in mind to approach these situations and make sure that you're coming from a place of absolute love, acceptance and support. Yeah. Not just, well, your face got big and I wanted to tell you like what? Yeah. That, that, the probably you're right. That, that was worded pretty poorly. You don't, you don't say, well, you're, yeah, you're right. Your face looked big. You, Looks like, look, you, your, your body changed in a dramatic way that 
that had me concerned for your health, your well-being. That's I think that's how you approach it. If we're going the text route. Yes. You don't you don't talk about well your face got big. Look. Well, and that's such a you know like what? that's such a trigger right. for me. You can't get outside in the humidity for like a few hours. Your face is gonna swell up. You know, exactly. <laughs> I saying, or you're, well, I was concerned you were outside and your face swelled up. So does everybody else's when it's hot and humid out. And that's a that's a trigger for me because that is a side effect of thyroid issues. Is they call it a moon face, and it is when your face swells, and because mm-hmm. your your lymph nodes in your neck are trying to battle and and fight your thyroid for not. For either, you know, being infest, infected with cancer or right. not doing its job, your your neck is going to swell up and it gives you a moon face. Like you can see right. it in my pictures that I like my head is like round and I don't have a, a round face shape normally. So, it, I mean, it is absolutely something to be concerned about and to draw attention to if you are worried about someone's health. He just did not come across as concerned or supportive in that moment (laughs) yeah yeah definitely could have worded that a little differently and like you said don't do it in a text you know this needs to be face-to-face conversation yes exactly so if if you are having a way if you're looking for a way to discuss it with your significant other word from shyler and i don't do it through text (laughs) no do it face-to-face and leave the technology part out of it for that kind of the conversation all right. Um, so big news, of course, the as we all knew, the writers were on strike. The uh, Writers Guild has been on strike now for um, like, I believe it's been at least a month. It's been a while that the writers went on strike. And now SAG-AFTRA, who represents a number of actors and actresses, are on strike as well. Now, here's the here's he, this is why both the writers and the actors and actresses are on strike. It has to do with streaming residuals so this is i'm reading this from variety this is according to sources on both sides the article reads is the biggest point is that the union demands two percent of the revenue generated by streaming shows uh the studios uh are offering five percent four percent three and a half across three years of the contract while the union demanding 11. so the de- the demand is is not quite yeah. not studios are offering five union wants 11. the other thing that people are or the other thing that the other at least for the for the writers and i believe this is also also for sag as well is ai which in the last several months has just exploded with chat gpt mm-hmm. being able to um write essays scripts using ai chat gpt and also for actors and actresses which you've seen a lot in movies as of late one of those being indiana jones the latest one is actors and actresses personal likeness and we've seen it for the trailer indiana jones and it's in the movie as well um they de-aged Harrison Ford to make him look like he did back in the eighties. We've seen it in, um, Captain Marvel with, uh, Samuel Jackson, because it's set back in the nineties. They make Samuel Jackson look like he did back in the early nineties. Yeah. And 
I mean, while it's cool technology, it's scary because not only are you taking some of these actors and actresses likes and even their even their voices can be manipulated and sound just like the actor or, or actress and being able to use that. I mean, basically, you can just pay someone 100 bucks to do one thing and boom, you got in their contract somewhere that, well, now that since you've been in this, we can use your likeness and your voice. Oh, so you're telling me that you can just go make a movie and use my likeness and voice and I can't do anything about it? Yeah, that's scary. You're, you're basically putting a lot of people out of work is what you're doing. Did you see that episode of Black Mirror? No. I say Joan's the worst. Joan? I don't know. Someone it's Annie Murphy and Salma Hayek. And that's the what the premise of this of this is. It's it's kind of Netflix poking fun of, of itself. Um but Annie Murphy plays this character and she just has a really terrible day. Makes a little you know has, has a really terrible day and then she comes home and she's just like, "Oh, I just want to, you know, watch TV with my fiance and relax. And she turns on the TV and they watch this show and she's like, oh my God, like that looks, that looks like me. And that's my name. Like she has the same, like very unique hairstyle. She's like, what is going on? And it, it's, it's her really terrible day. And it causes a lot of friction because it's a dramatized TV show. So it causes a lot of friction in her normal life. And she's like, that's exactly how my day played out. And it, they they unveil that, you know, your phone's listening to you and that's how they're able to get away with it. And they just, and it's not actually, it's Salma Hayek portraying Annie Murphy's that character or whatever in the show. And it's not actually Salma Hayek because it happened that day. So how is she supposed to, right like, produce a show <laughs> and map out her entire day all within those few hours? But it's all AI. They're saying, well, Salma Hayek can't do anything about it. That her her image is being used because she signed this contract with the the streaming platform that she can they can use her likeness whenever they want and it's oh it's a good episode you should watch it on black it's black mirror it's, <laughs> it was so good well it was so funny without it being like it was scary but also hilarious yeah, it's great it is and so one of the things that SAG after is looking to do is they want to get the studios to get their consent the actor or the or the union's consent on individual uses of AI, which I guess studios have refused to grant. This also goes for background actors. You know, they need extras for some of these things. So if they can get, you know, a handful of people to just do one scene, they can just digitally place them, it seems like, for background actors. You know, like those wide screenshots that you can you can't even you just see bodies. You don't see faces. Yeah. You know, or if they just need people to instead of just getting like 30 back, you know, 30 hire 30 people to just be background people. You just find some like you just have almost have like a uh, a uh, file of just background people you can just digitally insert. Yeah. And I mean, that's, again, scary. Because, again, people that maybe want to try and make a break in this and because we've seen it. A lot of Hollywood actors and actresses started out as background people. Of course. You're basically yeah, eliminating you pay your dues. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you just have someone perform one time and in their contract, well, we could use your your likeness and whatever else, whatever we want to use it for, for background. I mean, you're done. You did your one time and that's it. They they got you for the for life, it seems like. Yeah, I don't think that's right. 
I don't think that's right. Yeah, as a creative, you know, as an artist, like that's so violating to just. Right. Well, and even for writers, because I watched the show, but. Yeah. And even for writers, too, you know, I mean, these human people, you know, write and rewrite and tweak all these scripts and and storylines. And just to have a computer do it. eh. Yeah, that's. Yeah. And I've, I don't, I, we talked about this a little bit, but. I don't know if you've ever seen Adam Ruins Everything, but that show had me in a chokehold <laughs> back in the day. And I love Adam Conover. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I love Adam Conover. He is a writer. He is an actor. He is fantastic. And he's kind of like um, he's kind of like John Stewart a little bit, like like a okay. like commentator almost. And that's what his show is about. Adam Ruins Everything, where he would take a seemingly innocent thing and and ruin it, like kind of pull the curtain back and show you how the inner workings of everything was. So he would, you know, he'd ruin like historical events or whatever. And it's like, Adam ruins this. And it it was just a very kind of funny premise and also very informative. But I follow him on TikTok. I follow him on every platform. He is like one of my favorite celebrities. And he's kind of like the ringleader in LA right now. He is like leading the strikes. And he he is mesmerizing to watch on his TikToks because not only is he like giving you the information via his TikTok and and saying like this is what we're doing, this is why we're doing it, just like he always does. He just explains, you know, the inner workings of whatever machine he's trying to disassemble and you know ruin or whatever. But he's the one like with the megaphone at these rallies. With he's on the picket lines, like he's fantastic, <laughs> and it's like. He's really shining in a big way that like Hollywood execs have to hate because he's a he's an actor. Like he is an actor. He's like that's what he does, but he's also a writer as well. So he's he's getting hit on both sides of it. And he's like, you know, his show on True TV got canceled because of the greed of Hollywood execs. So he's got a dog in the fight anyway. But he's just done such a fantastic job of explaining why they're why they're picketing, why they're striking, why it is so important that the actors have now joined the writers in the strike because he has said that this is this this has only happened one other time in history that the actors and writers have been united in a strike and the last time was in 1960 and that was the first time actors and writers were awarded uh, streaming or I'm sorry, uh, royalties. That's for, the first time reruns. Yes, it's the first yeah. time that they that they I mean they made this huge historic progress as as the entertainment industry and like the inner workings of the entertainment industry. And he said many times, without writers, without actors, you ain't got nothing, bro. You need us way more than we need you. I mean, especially with social media. They can, you can make videos. I mean, we see it all the time. Influencers are making videos left and right, providing us with entertainment without a record label, without a a platform to stream via. You can do it on YouTube and, and TikTok and anything else. Like, it's going to get to the point where we're just going to turn to our writer and actor friends to independently uh, produce content for us. And then we don't need Hollywood at all, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, that's Which, true. Which, of course, they don't want. You know, they want it to be a, a, a well-oiled machine and that actually works, which is why they're striking in the first place. Oh, it's going to be going to be really interesting to see how 
how this unfolds because the Hollywood execs are gross. Like the CEO of Disney was like, oh, we just need to wait them out until they said, I don't know if it was, maybe it was the CEO of Disney. One of the CEOs said that we just need to wait them out until October and then they won't have any, any money to pay their mortgages, to pay their rent. And then we'll have them right where we want them. That is so (laughs) gross to say. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We just need these unemployed people to wait until they're absolutely starving and homeless. And then we can, we can really take advantage of them and their contracts. Look, I mean, yeah, they make a lot of money, but then again, I mean, they're the ones that are the ones that are making the product what it is so that the studios and the execs make the money that they do. And but all not they're necessarily. Wanting... I mean, Adam Conover, like I know he's not an A-list celebrity, but he he had said that his when he he got a check for his royalties for his reruns of Adam Ru- ruins everything and it was $500 for an entire year. Yeah. I, and, and that's it's like and they that's don't the get paid is, that much. Right, and that's the thing is that these they just the SAG after once uh, and a legit portion of the proceeds, you yes. know, I mean, the what for for streaming, they want two percent of the revenue generated by streaming shows. I mean, yeah, for if if someone makes, you know, say that it makes three hundred million dollars, well, well, two percent. I mean, I'm not getting I haven't had enough yeah, to that, the, the math <laughs> on that, but I mean, well, 10 percent would be. 30 million 1% would be 3 million so you're 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 talking like two and a half million roughly if i did my math right on that i trust you yeah i'm not um, good enough math to challenge it <laughs> so yeah, i mean that, that that's what you're talking about yeah and look streaming as you know since the pandemic has just gone through the roof and oh, so like, my God. all of your favorite shows and even before then are streaming. That's all we do. Yeah. I so feel like that's all we do. I don't watch regular right. TV. And all the shows that are produced on the streaming platforms, you can watch again. You know, like you have The Witcher on Netflix. It's produced for Netflix, but you can rewatch it multiple times. You can't tell me that Henry Cavill and the and the stars on that show Okay, well, we're just gonna pay you. Uh, I don't know. They they have this like eight episodes or six or however many. Say there's five episodes, whatever it is. Or it's gonna play a, a fat a flat fee and be done with it. Well, no, it's a show. That's like with Friends. Yeah, they got their salary, but they also get royalties because of the reruns. Yeah. So. Well, and like think of like some of these cult classics, these cult favorites, where. It wasn't like Hocus Pocus, like Hocus Pocus wasn't well received when it was first released. It was it was years later that people were like, this is awesome. And it's like if your movie your your production wasn't critically acclaimed and wasn't a huge success out the gate, but later gained appreciation and value, you Mm -hmm. don't you don't get any of that. And you put all that hard work into it, but you only got paid what you know, the Hollywood execs wanted you to get paid in that moment and it, because it wasn't that good or, you yeah. know, it didn't do very well, then there, you're not going to get any of that. Yeah. It's just like when people would buy, when you actually would buy DVDs, VHS, Blu-ray of your movie. Yeah. Everyone got a portion. Now that 
it's more so about the streaming. You know, for like Netflix to get certain movies on their platform, you know, that, that sort of thing. Obviously, I'm sure Netflix has to pay something in order to do it. Yeah. And so, you know, the amount of times that it's streamed, it, it, it's, I mean, we, we're getting into the weeds with this, but yeah, I mean, look, all they want is, look, it, everything's moving to a digital realm. We just want our portion of it. 100%. And it, I don't understand why this is an argument. I don't understand why this, this is any different. It is, it is no different aside from the convenience factor of me going to a store and picking up a DVD or a season right. box set d- of, of of a show or or music or whatever it is, right. as it's, as me just clicking on it on a streaming platform on my TV or phone, it should be the same exact way, same. It's the same way when you stream your favorite artist on Spotify, Pandora. A portion of that stream, it's called a royalty. It's just like TV goes toward the artists, the writers. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's how that works. The, 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 the actors and actresses are trying to get the same way music artists are getting paid for their music. It's all streaming. Yeah, there's still CDs, there's still vinyls, but a large portion of it still comes from streaming their albums, their music. When you listen to it, yes, that every stream, they get a portion, and that's what the actors and actresses want. They want a portion of that stream to go toward who was involved in the show. Yeah. And they should. I mean, exactly. they are the creators. They are the creative. See, the world has always tried. I'm going to get off a soapbox. The world has always tried to take advantage of creative minds. Right. And, and they have largely gotten away with it because creativity is an emotional business. It is, it is your blood, sweat, and tears, your, your mind being painted onto a screen or onto a sheet of music. It is, it is your heart and soul bared for the world to see. And there's always going to be a greedy businessman looking to exploit that. And that's what we're dealing with at this point. Yeah, exactly. So look, unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of reruns. Um, a lot of movies that are going to get pushed back because of this. Um, in fact, Variety has a number of like Beetlejuice 2, Deadpool 3, Gladiator 2, Lilo and Stitch, a Minecraft movie, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 2, Venom 3. I mean, the list is going to grow from all the TVs and films that are going to be affected. Yeah, I read that Euphoria's next. Yeah, I read that Euphoria's next season isn't going to be able to come out until like 2026. Right, and and you think about like like Stranger Things, the next oh Stranger Things. That's going to get pushed more than House likely. House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. I mean, all all of your favorite shows and movies you were looking forward to are likely going to get. I mean, there's. I remember this happened. Oh gosh, I about fifteen years ago when the uh, I think it was the writers again went on strike, mm-hmm. and it, it, and it lasted a while. I mean, the, the movie theaters were like, "What are we going to do?" They started yeah. putting them. Basically, they they were running movies again. Yeah, it was like reruns in the theaters because there was nothing else. There was nothing new. Yeah. So, anyway, we'll see. But I I think that hopefully they come to a resolution soon. But right now it's not looking good. Okay. Finally, our was story. Uh, Joe Jonas. I look. Some people like to reveal certain things. For me, I, I I'm not one to reveal a whole lot about myself. But especially something as embarrassing like this. 
uh, Joe Jonas revealed in an interview that he uh, once pooped his white pants on stage during a show. <laughs> like, I just got the ick. <laughs> and, you know, and look. Oh. He goes, quote, I think it might have been a little too. Might have been something else, something a little extra. But he had to change. He had to change his wardrobe uh, mid-set. He says, quote, let's just say it was a bad day to wear white clothing. Oh, no, not white. Oh, no. Uh, that is, look, yeah, I could have gone my entire life without learning that little tidbit. Yeah, you know, I mean. I will say I do appreciate when celebrities are trying to give us, like, new stuff to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they already share so much of their lives with us. So it, it, it could be really hard it's almost like being in a long-term relationship where it's like, well, you're, you're yeah. not going to learn anything new about your partner. You already know everything. And they've kind of <laughs> set us up to, to be that way with celebrities. Like we can know everything. Yeah, about we, a don't, celebrity. we don't need to know. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I could have gone my whole life without yeah. hearing that the arguably most attractive Jonas brother, um, accidentally pooped himself on stage. <laughs> no less. I mean, I kind of got to wonder. It's like, I mean, look, they're on stage. They are jumping around for, you know, two, three hours, singing, do whatever. You kind of got to wonder. It's like, did you not go before? Did you, what did you <laughs> eat? <before? laughs> I, would, I would say like, look, like for me, with, with the way my body works, I know that I, if I'm going to do something that day, there are certain things I know that I probably should not have. So yeah, I would, exactly. you know? And well, this so, is a full blown stage workout. Yes. This is a so broadcast. I, right. <laughs> so uh, if I know that I'm not going to be able to use a bathroom during a certain period, I know not to have these certain things. So I would think that if you're a performer would know like, okay, I know I got a performance. I probably shouldn't have this or that. No matter how yeah. much you love it, just know I won't be able to take a potty break. Probably yeah. should should just avoid it and just have it after. Or like at least I got like a good, you know, couple of days in between shows. Yeah. Well, and also yeah. this is I, I know that they they aren't fighting anymore, but the, to me, this is a, a, almost like another win for Taylor Swift and her Swifties, because even Taylor Swift concert goers we're like, oh, if I wear an adult diaper to this concert, I won't need to use the bathroom and I won't need to miss a song. So even like Swifties have mastered the art of pottying themselves. <laughs> but poor Joe Jonas did it in white pants on stage and yeah. looks like now. And, and then he and then he could have got away with could, could have gotten away with it. But instead, no, he had to bring it up, did an interview and talked about it. Yeah, just you know what? No one needed to know. Just, I guess he's like, I'm married, like I'm wifed up now, so I don't need to impress anybody. If I was, if I was Sophie, I would be absolutely repulsed. Oh, I bet Sophie <laughs> knows. I bet she knew. She's like, what, what? I would be like, that's icky. Yeah. <laughs> you are no longer cute. <laughs> <laughs> All well, the attractive. I'm sure, I'm sure there've been a lot of jokes after that. Mm-hmm. Well. Fitting. Fitting. There should yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. As we recap and discuss some of the big entertainment stories from the week, make sure you subscribe as we drop new episodes every Tuesday. You can listen to them at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. For Shiler, I'm Joe from B1029. We'll talk to you again next week.